0: Hello, beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. Welcome to another episode. And today we have a very special guest whose heritage stems from the United States and Mexico. She's a multidisciplinary artist whose works as a graphic designer, as well as a social media coordinator. Please welcome to, this, to the show, Natalie Jo Rogers.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for being here. Um, so, tell us a little bit about your
1: background. Yeah, um, I have a unique background, especially kind of for the area here. Um, my my mom's Mexican, my dad's British. I was born in Mexico and kind of grew up there for the first ten years of my life. Um, in Mexico, I went to a Japanese school, so I always had kind of that multicultural um there and then we moved to the DC area to Bethesda specifically um when I was 10 for my dad's job he he used to work for the World Bank uh we originally only came for one year and then I'm still here 15 years later so (laughs) um it was always kind of like the running joke because I would always say goodbye to my friends every single year Mm. and I would come back the, the, the like year after I would come back after the summer to school. So it just stopped believing me a few years into it. Um, but yeah, I, I really love the area. I decided to stay here for high school. And then I thought maybe I would going to go back to Mexico for college. Um, things happened where I just decided to stay here. And now I'm here working full time and doing my art and just loving it.
0: Very nice. So a Japanese school in Mexico, how interesting. Um, (laughs) Tell me a little bit about your experience, um, just in terms of you being an artist. How did that come
1: about? Have you always been creative? Um, Yeah, I've always been creative. I've always had art around me. Uh, My parents are very good at taking us to art, like all these different art galleries. There's always art in my house, Um, like my house growing up every single wall had a different color. So it was always very kind of like, we were always very art centered. There's a lot of artists in the family. So we always had things that were like, we were always around art and looking at art, but I never really appreciated it much. Um, my story is very unique in the sense that I never really took art classes. I was never like fully interested in art. It was always something I kind of took for granted. I was just around. Uh, But I always knew I wanted to be a graphic designer. So even before like I knew what it was, since I can remember, I've always said like, I'm going to be a graphic designer. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I have a half sister. She's a graphic designer. And I guess it just kind of I heard the the word. I was like, that's what I'm going to be. I'm super lucky. I have very supportive parents and they always try to get me into like different art classes and things to do in relation to that to prepare me because they knew I wanted to be a graphic designer, but I always refused. I was very focused in school and just didn't necessarily want like anything else. Um, I did ballet growing up and I was very focused on that. So I was like, I don't want anything else. Um, And then, yeah, I like continued through high school. I had to take an art elective in high school and I just did photography, um, which doesn't necessarily relate too much to graphic design and just yeah Uh, but i took photography i like fell in love with it photography was kind of my first love in the art world um ever since i was like 15 i always kind of had a camera with me i know i got my camera for my 15th birthday i still use that all the time but i didn't really have anything to do with the art world until i started photography and then when it came to like start applying for schools, I, I was still be hesitant, um, but I knew I wanted to do something with art and just graphic design. Um, luckily, my parents were very supportive because mm-hmm. I think a lot of different parents would have been like, you've never done anything related to <laughs> any of this, so like why do you want to go to school for it? Um, I applied to a few schools, I applied to a few art schools, but then I think we all decided that maybe going to an art school wouldn't be the best in case I decided to change my mind since I didn't really do much in the art world at the beginning. Um, but yeah, I, I applied to school uh, for art and turns out I loved it. I fell in love with a lot of different art forms. I learned a lot. I found so many things that I didn't know existed and I'm just trying to get, like, do all of it, and learn more, and just get more involved with the art world, because I, like, I really loved it, but I didn't know anything until I went to college, Um, like, all of my beginner classes, all of my classmates have been, like, taking art classes, like, their whole life, high school is like, all they took was art classes, and maybe like the base, like the minimum requirement for all the other classes. And I arrived, I'm like, I have no idea what any of this means. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't really touched the pencil to draw, but like I'm here, I wanna learn everything. And and yeah, it was it was amazing, I loved it. Um, And now I'm super grateful that I did it and I'm just kind of learning a lot, so. I feel a little bit of an outsider sometimes because of that, but i'm I'm enjoying the ride. Right? Yeah, well,
0: well, good for you, and it's great to hear that your parents are so supportive because a lot of you know yeah. people don't really get that opportunity. I wanted to know because um for me, I had a similar experience in terms of um, not really um not really discovering a passion for or an interest in art because I also started off with photography. Um, I could draw, Mm. I could paint, but really like I was more captivated with photography. Um, And I kind of feel like for me, when I started art school, there was a fine line between graphic design and painting and drawing. Like I didn't really know what the difference was with different mediums, but um, they had a course called Foundations the first year where you had to it was mandatory for you to do everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wanted to know because um, as you speak, you kind of have like a separation between graphic design and um, fine arts in general. So I wanted to know, like in your opinion, what is the difference between the two? And also just to help our listeners who are getting into the arts and don't necessarily know what that is. Can you explain a little bit more about what um, graphic design is? Is it art, (laughs) is it not art? Like what, you know, what is it?
1: Yeah um i mean i think graphic design definitely is art um but i did and i always kind of had it separate slightly i think graphic design can be you can think of it a lot kind of like more of the business um it has to do a lot with things that you see every day but don't necessarily think of as art so like labels and like the exit sign on like a room and like little things like that where it's super important and a lot of people like thought of it for a lo- long time to create and like it's very useful for us um but you don't necessarily think of it as fine art I think it's it's a little bit hard to kind of compare that with like a painting right even though they both take probably like equal amount of time um and it's just a lot of thought and you do need a lot of creative for it um i i was very lucky that in the way that my college does things if you did want to do graphic design you first had to take every single art class that they offered um so i i went in for a degree in fine arts, mm-hmm. and i thought i was just going to do graphic design so i started taking a lot of like the intro to graphics classes um and the way that they do it is we had to do everything first like in pen and paper. So like all of our posters and everything like that, we had to draw first, color them in, and then after we would take it into the computer. So that really kind of helped me merge those two worlds. Um, And like I said, I really had to take every single art class that they offered, which really, it benefited immensely because I found a lot of things that I'm a little bit more passionate about than graphic design, Uh, but I think kind of more into the real world. Graphic design tends to be more into business, more kind of behind the computer. Yeah, I guess it's more technical Mm -hmm. as well. Like you have to do a lot
0: more calculation than you than you would, you know, with just a a general painting or you know photography. It's a little bit more like calculating.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Um, like the amount of times during graphics I had to like take out my calculator, and we had different like ways to measure and make sure everything fits and like um I I enjoyed it but I also I think I had an internship where pretty much all of my internship was doing posters I just kind of got too like burnt out Mm -hmm. um and originally I did it like I was applying for a lot of graphic design jobs in the area when I first graduated and I found out a lot of them were very like corporate um and it was just a lot of Um, like presentations and pamphlets and things like that, that I appreciate. I think a lot of people are like love doing that and are very good at it, but it's just, it was not my passion. Um, So I decided to pursue a little bit more of the fine arts in the sense of like physically doing things with like something in your hand and not just the mouse and the computer. So what would you say um, is your
0: inspiration Um, and what type of art do you prefer the most to do? Because I know you do everything, you're a multidisciplinary (laughs) artist Um, (laughs) and that's lovely, but it's like, what really, you know, makes you giddy inside or brings out the best in you?
1: Yeah, I think what I enjoy the most or at least at the moment is painting. Mm -hmm. I, I like to do not only painting like still lifes but also I I think my my main thing is really murals. Um I do what I like to call doodles where I just kind of want to put them on everything, I know. Murals is kind of like my biggest passion right now. I I love doing them. It but it's a little bit harder to find the walls. Um, I know like my house is full of murals, and like there's nowhere else I can put them. Um, so in the meantime, I do a lot of my doodles, or just regular painting. Um, I say regular painting, but <laughs> painting is more than just something you do regularly. Um, but yeah, I'll do like canvases and still lives, or try to like recreate pictures, um, or I'll do doodles, whether it's on like shoes or furniture, like really anything I can find. I try to customize it in some way. Yeah, I love that. I love the patterns that you do. Um, It reminds me of Keith Haring a little bit. Um, yeah, he's one of my <laughs> favorites.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's pretty fun. And the fact that you're putting it on, you know, wearable pieces is pretty cool as well. I mean, I get pe- guess now with wearable art, people get to experience a lot more <laughs> when they have, mm-hmm. you know, outfits and things like that um, or maybe an accessory with
1: it, um, but that's great. When did you start doing murals? Um, I started, what, like, I think maybe seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I've always done, like, my patterns and kind of, like, doodle designs without really thinking it. I kind of, like, I was, and the more I think of it, I start thinking like back to when I started it. I'm like, oh, I, I was actually doing that beforehand. Right.
0: Um,
1: I remember like in high school, I would just fill up pages just like during class or when I was bored. Um, but I never never really thought of like gave it much thought until my sophomore year of college. I had to do we had to do a project like a branding project for one of my graphic design classes. And I just started doodling. I was like, oh, this could be cool. And then I went I went home to Mexico for the winter holiday. And I've always kind of wanted to do something with my room because it was just like blank walls. Um, So I asked my mom, like, hey, can I paint it? She's like, I don't know, but like, sure, you do your thing. And then I just doodled on the wall. Um, and I really loved it. I came back to school and everyone's like, that's that's something that you could do like that's mm. a good idea and then it just kind of picked up I know like my brother was like hey can you do my wall and then different like friends and family were just starting to ask like we have this wall like you was with maybe doing something like this um my parents were also super like I say super supportive and they were like oh okay you can do all of our walls now awesome like let's fill the house up Um, And then I initially kind of started with just friends and family and then started having a lot more like clients. And it just kind of keeps evolving. And I've been super lucky. And I am so grateful for like, all the support and the things that like, all the possibilities that have kind of like appeared to me. And I'm
0: yeah, just very grateful. That's fantastic. Um, How would you say your experience
1: has been in DC as an artist? So far, I've been super lucky. I think I do have another full-time job that's not necessarily art-related. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, I'm in I have social media branding and I do a little bit of HR. Um, so I haven't necessarily been doing a lot to kind of put my services out there, but I've been super lucky in finding people that find me through Instagram and have hired me. Um, and so far, like I haven't had any horror stories. I think everyone's been super supportive. Everyone's given me the freedom to kind of choose and pick what I wanna do and how I wanna do things. Um, even clients are just like, this is kind of the base that we want, but you do what you do and like, you can do like do whatever you want basically. Um, so I've been so lucky. I find a lot of good people in the area I'm definitely kind of trying to get back into kind of the, the art community in the DC area. Um, I, I spent a year in Mexico right before COVID. Um, so I was just kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. And then I came back, I'm like, I'm gonna fully immerse myself in the art community and just find people. Cause I know I had a really good art network from school, but they're not really in the area. Um, and then COVID hit. So I wasn't really able to get out there much. Um, but no, I've I've had nothing but good experiences so far. That's I hope great. it stays that way, but I know I've been very lucky. <laughs> and so speaking
0: of COVID, how have you been? Because I know like the that whole year was just pretty interesting for a lot of people. Um, but how was it for you?
1: Um, it was it was not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people had a really good time and I was lucky enough where I I live with my brothers. i always had family around. Um, at the beginning, I was feeling very like proactive and very creative. I know we like redid some parts of our house and we painted like all the walls. We did some murals here and there. Um, I was lucky enough to have some mural jobs during COVID as well. Mm. Um, I was lucky enough that they were like outside and I was able to still take them and get out of the house and do that um and then I know kind of like I mean it always happens but with winter I get a little less creative want to maybe do a little bit less um <laughs> so I kind of started getting more into the business side and I started doing a lot of websites um a lot less hands-on um but now I'm trying to get back I'm actually right now kind of redoing part of my house to be a little art studio that's really motivating me to want to start creating a lot more yeah and I was admiring your setup in the background (laughs) and it
0: kind (laughs) of like reminded me because when I was in art school like I can distinguish who studied what, based off of, like, what they wore, how they organized their spaces, yeah. and all the time, the graphic designers and the photographers were, like, the neatest, <laughs> and everybody yeah. else, like, that had the mess was, you know, mostly <laughs> the painters <laughs> or people that worked in 3D and yeah. ceramics, so <laughs> love yeah. the background. I mean,
1: I I have the mess in the back, you just <laughs> can't see it. Yeah, um, that's great,
0: um, so let me see, what are your, what are your, who are your greatest inspirations Um, or like, who are your greatest influences? Um, It can be anyone, doesn't have to be an artist, but like who really motivated you to like stay the
1: course as a creative? Yeah, um, I mean, art wise, like you said, I'm very big on Keith Haring. Mm -hmm. Um, There's currently an artist in New York right now, Timothy Goodman, that's also been very kind of inspiring. I think he shares a lot on Instagram, not only art related but um personal which is very inspiring to see um personally it's a lot of my friends and family Mm -hmm. um I was very lucky to find a very good group of artists and creatives in university and they're they're really kind of like my biggest cheerleaders like I'll show them something and they'll like pump me up and get me excited and but they also like give me critiques and tell me like oh you need to change this like they're really not afraid of telling me what they think. That's great. Um and they're very good at like keeping me kind of in course on course. Um they're yeah I've been very lucky they either give me projects to do or they give me ideas. They really try to keep me get like doing something. Um, but also my family, like I'm very grateful for all the support. I feel like there's a little part of me where it's like I need to create and like stay within that so I can kind of thank them for all their support. Um, I know like my parents are like that's awesome that you have a full-time job, but like you need to also find like time for your art and do things with your art. And I'm also like super lucky where my job is a little bit more flexible and they're all very fully aware that I do art on the side and they're very supportive that way as well. So I feel like one is just the love for the art and want to create but also there's so many people that are supporting me that I feel like I need to continue um to kind of just thank them and like yeah.
0: That's really I, mean, great. I don't have yeah. to
1: but I I just want <laughs> to, you know, like
0: yeah, I feel that to be yeah, definitely. Um and I kind of crave like that when you were talking about how you rely on your friends feedback mm. or critiques and I really miss that about college um, specifically in art school because I know like most of the, the people I encounter on a day-to-day basis aren't artists as much anymore so yeah. they'll love anything that I make but I'm like you know I haven't finished this part or like what do you yeah. really think you know giving me that in-depth conversation so it's really nice to still have that um and that's really nice that you you are inspired by people that have always been rooting for you um so that's great where do you see yourself in about five years or where do you want to be
1: um my my goal is to just be like a full-time artist i think i was trying it out for maybe a year or two after graduation and i was just not there yet i i wasn't organized enough. I didn't know enough about like pricing and kind of like the business side of being a full-time artist. Um, So I decided to find a job external to art, learn as much as I can, absorb all the like business part of it and figure out pricing, figure out kind of all of the details (laughs) that you don't necessarily want to deal with Right. Um. So that I can, at some point, just focus 100% on art and like know what I'm doing, and charge the right amount, and make sure that I'm being taken care of in that way. I think that's kind of one of the biggest issues, and unfortunately, my school wasn't very good with kind of teaching us that part of like being an artist. Um, so I'm all trying to figure it out now. But yeah, being a full-time artist would be awesome. That's great.
0: I guess you could be considered a citizen of the world, (laughs) just with the different cultures that you've had, you know, and as well as your background. But um, do you see yourself staying in D.C. or do you have like aspirations to be
1: somewhere else? Um, I would like to live in England for a little (sighs) bit. Um, I don't see myself living there for the rest of my life or really a long time, but I do wanna experience that. Um, I think I've always been going to England for to see family and whatnot, because my dad is from there, but I've always wanted to kind of explore it a little bit more. Um, I toy with the idea all the time of going back to Mexico. Um, I love the culture there. I love the colors. I just, it really inspires me. Um, but at the same time I really enjoy living in DC it's very Mm. the pace of living is a lot calmer Mm. Um, I know I have a very good support system for all my creative endeavors here which I don't necessarily have anywhere else Mm. Um, so it's it's an internal struggle of where I'm gonna be Uh, but I think I'll be in DC for for a good bit and then kind of figure out as I go definitely
0: yeah well that's super awesome I I also agree that DC is one of the best places for art I think it's less busy (laughs) than New York or London um I I was also raised back and forth between here and London um but also Zimbabwe I'm originally from Zimbabwe so Um, I can definitely relate to that, but yeah, I mean, DC is, you know, when you get to know the art scene, it's much smaller than, you know, people assume that it is like everyone literally knows everyone, or at some point you're going to cross Um, another artist that's doing the same thing so i definitely love that about it and i love that smithsonians are free (laughs) and you can always go yeah (laughs) so that's that's always an awesome thing but i love the diversity of the artists in in dc that's Mm. always a great thing um let's see we have about 10 minutes so i wanted to know if you'd like to play a game Um, We usually end off with a game with all of our listeners. Um, It's called This or That. Uh And you just pretty much pick what you would prefer out of the two choices. Um, So they're pretty generic questions. Some of them are a little bit random, but you can choose Uh (laughs) whichever answer you're comfortable (laughs) with. Um, Okay, so the first one is pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Okay. Uh, The next one is TV or social media? TV. Okay, the other one is painting or spending the day at the beach? Painting. <laughs> the next one is traveling by bus or traveling by train? Uh,
1: by train, I think.
0: <laughs> Great. Um, well, that was it for the game, but I wanted to know, since we have so many listeners um, that are interested in becoming artists or are currently in school to become an artist a a Mm full-time or part-time artist what would your advice be for your younger self or someone that's just trying to get into the arts whether it's graphic design or fine art
1: um i would say try to find a group of people that are doing the same thing and Mm -hmm. just absorb as much as possible um a lot it can be very scary to enter a new world where you may know a lot and you may not know anything um but i found i like you just need to be willing to try and absorb it and go to every market go to Mm -hmm. all the museums just spend hours at museums or at like holiday market. Like there's so much art around us that you don't necessarily think of um, or realize that it's just, you just have to like open your eyes wide and just look everywhere, stare at everything, absorb everything um, and then go home and think about it and kind of like break it down. And yeah, I think I, Like I didn't know the art world was as big and there was so much that made it um, until I just went out and absorbed it and then found a lot of different things that I like a lot more than what I began with. Um, So yeah, just be open to anything, meeting people, everything like that.
0: Fantastic.
1: And what is a quote
0: that has stuck with you?
1: um there there's not like one specific one but I I can't think of a specific one I try to I am one of the few people I think that kind of when they look at something I very subconsciously try to mimic it Mm. um so I try to kind of keep a distance from looking at a lot of art or like quotes and things like that when I'm creating. So I don't try to mimic it um unintentionally. But also I just have a very bad memory. <laughs> so like a lot of things like I'll I'll take in and then I like forget. So like art history, it was a very hard time for me Ugh. because I just like I I got the gist, but like a lot of the specific things, like, I I can't remember. Yeah. I tried, but I, my memory cannot compute with that.
0: Yeah, but I can, I can concur and agree that that was a lot of information for art history. I feel like they need to reel it back and
1: kind of give it in small doses. Um, But what is currently on your playlist? What do you like to listen to? Um, I listen to a lot of Spanish music. Mm-hmm. So a lot of I get done a lot of just happy music. I I try to be taking a lot of happy things and produce happy things. Um I think kind of like that's my main motivator to just feel something um and thom- something positive. So currently I think one of my biggest artists is one he's called Camilo. Um it's all in Spanish, it's all very kind of like happy music, a lot of pop, um, a few folk pop songs. It's mostly kind of reggaeton, kind of things that (laughs) want to kind of like get your body moving. Yeah, very awesome. Um, So I was also curious, how many languages do you speak? Um, Fluently only Spanish and English. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I did take a lot of, well, I took Japanese classes growing up, but I did forget a good amount. I didn't necessarily follow up when I moved here. So I can still read it, but I can't fully understand. Um, I also took about 10 years of French, so Mm -hmm. I can speak a little bit, but I wouldn't say fluent by any means. (laughs) Um, And I also dabbled for a few years in Chinese.
0: Oh, very cool.
1: So I always ask my bilinguals or multilingual people, um,
0: do you dream in Spanish or English?
1: it really depends mm-hmm. um same with my thinking i think it if i'm speaking in english a lot i tend to think in english mm-hmm. um same with my dreams but i guess it kind of depends on like what's the last language i heard right yeah. before i went to bed <laughs> that's quite um, funny yeah because
0: i mean they, i used
1: to be oh go ahead i'm sorry no go ahead go
0: ahead <laughs> oh i used to be fluent in um my my native tongue which is shona and as Go well ahead. as English but I used to think in that language and also dream yeah. in that language but now that I'm like in America and like you know immersed with all English speakers like that has disappeared for me but occasionally yeah. I'll like find myself thinking in the language but not not as much as before so I'm always curious to ask people that speak more than one language like you know how do you think or how do you dream or <laughs> do you yeah. do things like does it kind of pop up and what language kind of do you speak more
1: than the other yeah I think it really depends on kind of what language I'm speaking mm. um I know like when my parents are in town because they live in Mexico I speak a lot more Spanish yeah so I tend to forget a lot of like English words um, or like if I spend like more than two weeks in Mexico I come back I'm like I forgot how to speak English yeah. um, and it comes, kind of goes the same way the other way uh, if I—I I mean, I'm lucky. I speak in Spanish with my brothers. I always kind of had that going on, but like at school, I would sometimes be like, "Oh, I need to freshen up here. <laughs> I need to <laughs> yeah. start speaking more Spanish." Because yeah, yeah, that's
0: awesome. Yeah, I mean, even it goes with the accents. Like if I'm in Africa, like my accent would somehow change. Also, when I'm in yeah. England, because I've I've been back and forth in England since I was two and would stay like over the course of three or four months. So I'd find yeah. like myself kind of like adjusting the accent for the environment yeah, Like you change
1: certain words exactly. as well.
0: Exactly, Yes. Yeah. exactly. So that's always been interesting to me to like talk to other people that are from other places. But Natalie, it's been such a pleasure before we go, I wanted to know if you can please share with everyone your social media and your website, if they're interested in purchasing something or networking with you in any sort of way.
1: Yeah, um, my Instagram is at nat underscore joe underscore art. Um, and then my website is Um, I currently don't have anything that I'm kind of selling I'm still I'm in the process of figuring out what I want to create that I can take out to the world but I would love to network I'm always trying to find people to talk to and people to learn from so you want to come and say hi I would love to, to say hi and just continue the conversation definitely well thank you so
0: much for um joining us for this podcast episode um we hope to see you in the future and hope to um just see what you're doing and all the best to you
1: thank you same as well i'm honored to be on here